We're 60 seconds away from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And I'm dedicating the introduction to today's show oh. once again to our own Jose Bolaños. Hey, thanks. Oh. I accept this dedication. A dedication. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we did this around Halloween time and it put him in a good mood. Okay. But today, uh-huh. it's time to count down the top five best Christmas puns. Oh. That he will absolutely slay the oh, competition. Okay, you know, slay all day. Yep. This time of year, I am known as Ho Ho Jose. There yeah, you go. Ah, there's going to be some more hoes in this house. For, for sure. all our listeners, do not change stations right now, or you'll be sorry. Ah, yep, you don't have to explain everyone. That's a bonus one for everybody, but let's get it started. Number five. All the jingle ladies, all the jingle ladies. <laughs> oh, yes. I kind of love that. I love puns. <laughs> Number four, I don't know about you guys, but this Christmas has me feeling extra sentimental. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. even the audience loved that one. Yeah. Number three, this one's for all the academics out there. Oh, it's a smart pun. It's ornamentary, my dear Watson. Uh-huh. I don't get it. What? But like, like, like it. instead of ornamental. What's I also don't get it. And it's a, it's then a Watson Sher- says elementary. It's a Sherlock Holmes okay. reference. No. Do we use that word? Okay. Strong promotion for Boise State <laughs> University right there. Go Broncos. Number two. When I think about you, I touch my elf. Whoa. <laughs> And the number one holiday pun, okay. just for Jose. Let's oh my God! What is a Jedi's favorite part of Christmas? What? Missile Toby Wan Kenobi. Ah, it's so good. That's the ringer. There we go. Oh, nice. I mean, dude. come on, guys. You have to admit this is the most ponderful time of the year. It so. is. Oh, I'm real. I'm actually shocked that you guys laughed that much. Yeah. I, I thought they were great. <laughs> okay, good start you know the there is a very low bar that we have set here, <laughs> yes, Jeffrey. So you know what? Rise above it, my friend. Let's keep the shocking moments going though All with right. the shock collar question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're gonna draw one out, see who gets asked the trivia question. If you get the answer wrong, we will never forgive you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Plus, you get shocked while singing a song. So text into seven eight five nine two and tell us what song you want to hear. Jose's drawing a name out of the bucket because he has a shock. Color last. Who's it gonna be? Brooke. <laughs> Brooke Twinkle Ginger Cheeks. Aww. Ginger Cheeks. <laughs> That's what happens to my cheeks when I drink too much wine. Well, <laughs> which ones? Exactly. All right. A little bit Bro- of both, Jeffrey. <laughs> Brooke's putting on the shot collar while that happens. Digital Jake, please read us the shot collar question of the day. Traditions around the holidays can be bizarre. We put lights outside, we bring trees inside. It's a beautiful mess. <laughs> I never thought of that. Whoa. Yeah, and today, I'm going to tell you about the origins behind one specific Christmas practice, and you have to identify what tradition I'm talking about. Okay. It first started in medieval Germany, where children awaited gifts from Odin, the all powerful Norse god who traveled on his eight legged horse named Sleipner. Whoa! Sleipner! Fast forward a few hundred years, the same tradition came to American homes during the Great Depression, where parents used it as a way to teach their kids to show gratitude and humility to others, even when money might be tight. Nowadays, it's still done by millions of families every year. What tradition am I talking about? I don't know what it is, but I want to bring back Sleipner into the normal Christmas. That sounds like fun. Eight legs. Well, I'm just trying to think of what you can do for someone when you don't have a lot of money, right, that still would spread joy and cheer, and to me that'd be Christmas caroling. 
Like you go door to door and you go Christmas caroling. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Elf said it the best way to, to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud mm. for all to hear. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's the rule. I was thinking at first, too, the tradition where I don't know what country does it, where kids used to leave out their shoes, you know, outside and oh. then they'd get put stuff yeah, in. You're but right. then that doesn't. No, but that's your stocking, right? So yeah. that's that turned into the stocking. So the shoe okay. thing came inside, and you would put a stocking up, like a mm. sock, yeah. that turned into a more. Is that really? Yeah, yeah stockings Whoa. and socks. It's crazy. Yeah. I, well, no, I didn't know about <laughs> any of these traditions. That's yeah. Well, I don't know anything about Christmas traditions. Well, he's he's Jewish. This oh. is fascinating. <laughs> I don't know that it's a real. Yeah. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Good on you. But I like the Christmas caroling one. That was a, a good thought. Hmm. Let's get the question one more time. This Christmas tradition I'm looking for originally started in Germany, but came to the States as a way for parents to teach their children a lesson about humility and gratitude. Now millions of households do this every year. What tradition am I talking about? Okay, the humility part takes yeah. me away from the stockings. Yeah. Like, because what is there's nothing humble about getting presents for yourself, yeah, right? Singing right. for others is, is kind of humbling, especially if maybe they had given something to you. Or if you're a singer like me, it, it's not very good. <laughs> but that that would fit with German, like Germans. It wasn't really singing; it was probably yelling yeah. aggressively <laughs> at people during Christmas. <laughs> um, what else can you do I mean, for someone that that shows your like gratitude? A lot of people do the thing where you. You know, you buy a present for someone else. I know you wouldn't during the Great Depression, but like the tree where you see what people need, oh, like and then you pick something you oh, can give yeah. back. Oh yeah, our old church used to do that. Where yeah, go I don't know how tree. that would work. Oh, the giving tree. Yeah, where oh. you you there's just like names yeah, yeah, right. that need help. It's yeah. kind of like Secret Santa, except for oh, wow. family. Yeah, yeah, family. Well, Christmas really was magical before. <laughs> yeah, before. I, th I think that still happens. <laughs> does it? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never seen I think that. does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that we've got some good suggestions, but I'm gonna go back to Christmas caroling. I think it goes. I think sense. we're going to go Christmas caroling. Ever since it was first in practice in old Germany, this tradition hasn't changed a lot. Parents in America during the Great Depression attempted to teach their children to be grateful and giving, even when money or gifts might not be plentiful. And that's why in anticipation of receiving presents from Santa or Odin or Jeff Bezos, <laughs> millions of people every year do a little giving of their own. And as a tradition, leave out milk and cookies oh. for Santa Claus. And if you only had a little milk, or that, yeah. it is humbling. That would be a big deal if like, that was the first cookie you had in an yeah. entire year and you have like, to leave I'm it for the big eat, man. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to I'm going to tell my kids about where that comes from this Christmas. Your kids are never eating cookies yeah. again. Yeah. You're going to be humble. <laughs> Slightly stomp on you. <laughs> well, we didn't get that right, and somebody wanted to hear you sing Jingle Bell Rock Ooh. for hmm. Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. <laughs> jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Yeah. Snowing and blowing, a bushel's of fun. Hey. Now the jingle hop has begun. <laughs> I want to hear the German version of that. <laughs> das ist Jingle Bell. And it's like hardcore metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Catfishing, ghosting, benching, double scooping. Wait, what? You might think those are all modern dating terms that just sprung up 
to describe our weird romantic behavior over the last few years. Right. But turns out, dating has actually been a total mess going back centuries. <laughs> I don't know why, but that should make us feel better. Wow. Yeah. Because a team of researchers just dug into dating ads from over a hundred years ago that were placed oh. in local newspapers, and they found the oh, profiles wow. were eerily similar to the ones that we're writing today. What? what? I'll tell you this. You're never going to look at grandma the same way after okay. you found out the weird and way too honest things she was writing in her <laughs> dating ads. Oh, no. Get gonna, it, Granny. We'll read some of the best ones coming up at 710. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And when it comes to dating, we always talk about how technology and apps like Tinder and Bumble have completely changed the game. Yeah, yeah they for have. sure. Well, has it really because even though it might feel like writing dating bios and swiping through profiles and even catfishing mm -hmm. are all new phenomenons, yeah. the truth is none of that is actually new. What? No way. What? And if you think sweet Grandma Enid wasn't ghosting dudes <laughs> left and right in her heyday, you don't know Granny. Oh, my God. Are all they right. holding back on these stories wow. or what? Because a team of researchers recently dove into thousands of dating profiles from over 100 years ago. And they found there's actually more similarities to modern dating than they ever could have expected. Really? Oh. Of course, back in Nana's time, they didn't have fancy smartphones uh -huh. to swipe through and meet people. Yeah. They were still using flip phones. And yeah. those technology <laughs> just didn't have the dating apps. Operator, operator. Yeah. <laughs> no, back in the old days, thirsty singles used to take out dating ads in their local newspaper and just what? hope that people would respond. Yeah, do you know what? Wait. She's asking oh, what a newspaper was. Before Google, you could buy them on the street corner. They deliver it uh -huh. right to your door. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. in those times, people were a lot more honest about what they wanted in a romantic partner. For oh, example, okay. this ad, written by a guy in 1898, Whoa. reads, Whoa. Wanted, wife, farmer's daughter preferred, must be willing to marry poor man. <laughs> I mean, you no. gotta appreciate the honesty of what he was offering, <laughs> yeah. right? He says, must be good girl, good looking, what? weight 100 or under. What? Whoa. No streetwalkers need apply. Oh it just sounds gosh. like a, you're looking for a pet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and after you write, must be willing to marry poor man, you, you don't can't get have to write your expectations <laughs> no. after that. Yeah. Oh, back then they could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were also more forthcoming about their other needs, too. Okay. For example, this ad from 1899 says widow 44 southerner okay. own my own home oh. would like the hearthstone of my heart swept and the cobwebs brushed away oh girl Whoa. wow oh, i mean wait, is she the cardi b of her age yeah. <laughs> she does clarify seeking matrimony oh okay because she okay. has to say that yeah but those cobwebs <laughs> she'll take anybody exactly you know weird no mention of her being interested in hiking or photography uh, yeah. <laughs> or not being your typical girl's girl uh, if you're just tuning in we're looking at dating ads that were placed in the newspapers over a hundred years ago and seeing how it compares to modern dating profiles yeah. i think one of the most interesting things is how blatant they used to be about what they were willing to compromise on and what they weren't okay wow. okay so you're putting your red flags or your like deal list, breakers yep, right out up. there yeah. right away like this one says Gentlemen of 30 would like to meet or correspond with a widow or maid. No oh. triflers, no waitresses, no shooting gallery clerks or wow. lady barbers will be considered. <laughs> 
No triflers. Yeah. I think that trifling even back then, bro. I think I would have been a trifle in one. Occasionally, women would basically admit in their ads, too, that I want a sugar daddy. Oh! And it was. It was more acceptable back then than it even is now. <laughs> really? It's well, right. Because women couldn't really have jobs. Maybe yeah. older yeah. times aren't so bad after all. <laughs> like this one says, young woman reared in luxury, having lost everything Ooh. and earned her living oh. for the past eight years, is tired of teaching and wishes a home. <laughs> would like to meet a well-to-do businessman who would appreciate refinement and affection in a wife, must own automobile. Oh. Worked one day in radio. Totally. <laughs> Tired. Yeah. <laughs> AKA, you must have a nice car. I will put out. You know, a lot of these vintage dating ads, they just put their net worth in there, too, as a way to what? lure people in. But you're just stating it yep. right on the paper. They say bachelor girl, age 31, worth $28,000. All right. Wow. That's, that's it. It's the whole ad. Dang. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the only sell. Yo, I'm hitting her up. Is she still alive? Okay. And this one says, seek husband for maiden lady, age 23. Okay. Worth 8500 Ooh. Oh. Swipe left on oh, that one. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, back then they turned feel... the page left. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn yeah. the page. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Turn the page. <laughs> the best part is people used to get catfished back then, too. What? Yeah, now this is really tricky. This is crazy because in the 1920s, a man and woman made national news after they tricked over 300 people oh, using dating profile ads. What? How? Apparently, there were a married couple who took on dozens of different aliases, and they'd answer dating ads from local newspapers, pretending to be the man or woman of that person's dreams. Oh. Just like today. They'd correspond, and they'd ask for things like railroad fare so that they could come out and visit, mm. ask for new clothes and accessories so they could look oh. dapper when they arrived. Yeah. Shut up! And then they'd pocket the cash and never go. Oh! Somehow that makes us feel better, doesn't it? Yeah. That, like, <laughs> the humankind has always been idiots. Yeah. yeah. It's not a recent event. One of the oldest tricks in the book. Yeah. <laughs> but there is one dating ad from 1865 Whoa. that stands out from the rest. So and it went early. viral recently because everyone agrees this guy is actually a catch. Okay. okay. What do you got? Okay. His ad was titled, Chance for a Spinster. <laughs> <laughs> They're not talking to you yet, yeah. Alexis, but a couple years. Okay. It says, I am 18 years old, oh have a good set of teeth, and believe in Andy Johnson and the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. there you go. All American man. Uh, I'm still stuck on the good teeth. Good teeth. You know? Yeah. I can't believe he believes in Andy Johnson. Yeah. What a rebel. <laughs> it says, I've taken up a large lot, cleared 18 acres, and seeded 10 of it. My wow. buckwheat looks first rate. Oh. The oats and potatoes are bully. Oh. Hey, bully. I'm like, Alexis, girl, <laughs> did you see that man's buckwheat? You hear about his oats? <laughs> I have got nine sheep, a two-year-old bull, and two heifers besides a house and barn. I want to get married. Oh. I want to buy bread and butter, hoop skirts, and waterfalls for some person <laughs> of the female persuasion wow. during life. He wants to get us waterfalls? Yeah. And hoop skirts wow. broke, you know? Jeez. TLC always told me not to go chasing those things, but I might. Mm-mm. He says, that's what's the matter with me, but I don't know how to do it. Oh, he doesn't, know, well, doesn't I know how mean, to find that woman of yes. his dreams. Oh, gosh. Oh, well.
I mean, it's a pretty good offer. I know. <laughs> I, I saw Alexis swooning as oh, I was I, reading it. I'm all over that. I, from 1985, he's over 100 years old. I mean, he's, he's your type. Yeah. She's like, as long as I can wear crop tops, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be good. So there you go. Now, hopefully that makes you feel a little bit better about your miserable dating life in the modern era. Your phone tap's coming up in just a few minutes. All right, it's time for your phone tap. And today... We call a guy who went skiing recently, mm-hmm. and apparently while he was on the mountain, he decided to go off the main trail mm-hmm. and hit the backside of the slopes. Oh, experts only kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Well, when he did that, he ended up hitting a tree. Which is really scary. That is. I mean, really scary. Yeah. Ski patrol was called, turned out to be kind of a big deal, and his buddy who was with him at the time gave him a lot of crap about it. (laughs) That's because he survived and he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so you good. know. Breaking gave him, a bone is okay, I guess. Gave him a lot of crap even. then, a lot of crap after, and he's still not done yet because he emailed us and asked <laughs> us to pile on. Dude, he's like really trolling his buddy. Well, you know. <laughs> kind of deserve it. Out of bounds up for a reason. <laughs> We're more than happy to oblige in your brand new phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. And weekday mornings on the 20s. Whoa. Hey, I'm looking for Malcolm Sh- yeah, this is Malcolm. Oh, hey, Malcolm. My name is Jessica. I'm one of the supervisors at the Resort. How are you today? I'm good, Jessica. How are you? Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I heard from one of the ski patrol guys that you had quite the spill on the mountain. Yeah, I hit a tree and banged my leg up pretty good, but I'm recuperating pretty good, and yeah. So in regards to your accident, I had the ski patrol go back to the area and take some pictures. You know, we always do that. It's protocol. And right. It's funny. That tree you hit turned out to be a ginkgo tree. A ginkgo? What kind of tree is that? I, I don't know what that's about. I'd never heard of it before either, to be honest. So, you know, I Google searched ginkgo tree, did some research, and wow. What are you what are you what are you saying? Well, they're extremely rare. We had an arborist come out, make sure the tree's doing okay, because you know, I read your statement and you hit that tree pretty hard. <laughs> Making sure the tree is okay. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that you're calling and see if I'm okay. Well, we did that already. Turns out you are. Tree, not so much. According to the arborist, the tree sustained some pretty serious trauma, and now they're going to have to cut it down. Wow, that's tough, yeah. 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 So that's why we're sending you an invoice for $16,000. <laughs> wow, that was funny. It almost sounded like you said you were trying to charge me $16,000. Oh, yeah, we are. We are charging you that. What? Yeah. In order to replace... Wait, 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 Yeah. Who are you again? I'm Jessica. What do you do at the resort, Jessica? You just call people up and tell them they owe $16,000? Is that your gig? I guess you could say that if you're talking about me calling you because of vandalism and people vandalizing stuff on our property. Vandalism? I want to see some paperwork. You don't get to just call me up and start telling me I owe you $16,000. You must be out of your mind. Yeah, I hear that you're pretty upset. Really? I you probably think? would be too if I made such a stupid error. But yeah, what we have to the, play. What the f*** did you just say? Well, stupid you, error? I yeah. see down your stupid mountain into your stupid tree. Maybe you should stick to the bunny hill next time. What? Well, that's not going to fix the dead tree right now. So yeah, sixteen grand. That's what we're looking at. This is some bullshit. You're just calling up somebody to harass them. That's what you're trying to do. Can I ask you a question, Malcolm? Yeah. Have you been drinking today? No, I haven't been drinking. What are you talking about? Maybe hitting drinking. a little bit of the, you know, Who do you think stuff? you are? You're supposed to be somebody that you're telling me 
is professional from the ski lodge I was at. Mm-hmm. Lady, I think you're the one that's drinking. Okay, I just want to let you know we have already charged your card. What, what the f***? You know, good for you, though. You had a big limit, went through just fine. You did not charge my f- card. Uh, but if you did, I'm calling the credit card company, and believe me, it's going to get taken off. Yeah, I would do So I don't know that. what the f*** is going through your head, calling somebody up and telling them, okay. you know, $16,000 for hitting a f- tree that I guarantee you wasn't even a rare tree anyway. You need to shut up, you sloppy drunk. What did you say to me? What did you just say to me again? Say it again. Say it again. I can't. I can't say it again because this is a prank phone call. What the f*** are you talking about? <laughs> it's a joke. This is actually Brooke from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're doing a phone tap. Oh, you you. <laughs> You're still coming oh. at me. Dude, you need to talk to your friend Lenny. He's the one that told us about your accident on the mountain last oh, weekend and wanted other, to give you oh, a, a laugh. Oh, is he going to get it? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. $16,000. That was funny. That was good. Hey, man, it's not me. Stay away from the trees, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stay away from the rarer ones anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We all know there's a lot of stressful things about seeing your relatives over the holidays. Yeah. You know, awkward conversations about money, politics, and of course explaining to great aunt Mildred what Instagram is for the hundredth time. <laughs> wow, is it like an Insta pot? Because I yeah. see those on the telly all the time. <laughs> and then is of it course. Of the yeah, there's always the dreaded <laughs> question, are you seeing anyone right oh now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Family always wants to ask and intervene in your love life, but what if they took it one step further than that and they actually invited someone from your past to the family get-together? Oh, from your past? No. no, no, no. Stop it. One of our oh. listeners is actually having that problem today. Oh, no. And now she's on the phone hoping that she can stop it with an awkward Tuesday phone call. So we're going to hear about her issue and see if we can help coming up right after this. It's awkward. It's Tuesday. It's awkward Tuesday phone call. You know, everybody's doing the holidays a little differently this year. Oh, yeah. I know personally... I'm going to have less people in my gravy hot tub party. Mm. Oh, maybe one less. I, I bet that was hard to hard, hard decision to make for you. Wait, why brown gravy? Well, it's it's brown gravy, but look, we're, we're social distancing, and we have to keep at least six giblets away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> is that the count? I think. But that's okay. It just means more gravy for me. Those are big giblets. Yeah. There's so many things wrong with you right now. Oh, and... Hey, we're only three giblets, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Back up another giblet, sir. And one of our listeners emailed the show because her family Christmas is also going to be a little bit different than usual. Yeah. And it's caused a problem. Her name is Sadie. Sadie, thanks for being with us. How you doing? Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. You have a big oh, giblet man. problem over there? <laughs> I actually feel for you. I think a lot of people are having, like, arguments with family on, on how to deal with this new holiday oh, situation, yeah. you know? Because yeah. everybody has a different idea. Absolutely. So what's going on with your family, Sadie? So, you and my family, we're trying to get adjusted to our new uh, situation here with Zoom and everything. And I have a, I have a boyfriend, well, ex-boyfriend. 
we were together for two years. Uh-huh. Okay. He had to move away for work. And two years, I wasn't ready to move out with him. And so I ended it. Well, we ended it. Okay. So this is a long-distance relationship that fizzled out. Yeah, it didn't work. We tried for, like, probably, like, two weeks. and Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's okay, though. I mean, it sounds like it ended on good terms. Like, nobody's mad at each other. It's no one's fault. Is that true? It's fine for me. I'm not sure for him. And, and I'm definitely not sure for my parents because that's my situation right now. I've never so, had an easy What's your situation? Though? Yeah, what does your parents have to do with your long-distance relationship? So my situation is that my parents love him. Like, Uh-oh. love him. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the worst. Oh, my God. So bad. I have had this happen as well. Oh, God, is... say, my mom would get so emotionally attached. You can't keep inviting them over for no, holidays. Yes. We're broken up. Well, then you say mom... mother knows best. So what's going on with, <laughs> with your family, Sadie? Yeah, so unfortunately... My dad and him are like BFF that never really got to say goodbye to each other. And the reason why I need your help is because my mom decided to invite him to our family Christmas through Zoom. No. To join your family Christmas? Yeah, and he accepted. Oh, no. He accepted. That's always crazy to me. He thinks she's asking vicariously through the mom. I don't think so. I think that he either just really likes your parents or it's like some sort of revenge thing. How how do you feel about it, Sadie? I obviously don't want my family Christmas to be with my ex-boyfriend. It's just weird. Okay. I had an, oh, I had an Easter brunch once with two ex boyfriends. Two? Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. One showed up at my parents' house unannounced, and I had invited the other one. And so my mom, oh. I was like, "Mom, kick one of them out, please." And she's like, "No, this is too enjoyable." <laughs> like, stop it! Oh, but you wanted one to stick around I just to give you a little bit of time. For I didn't yourself. even care which one. Okay. Yeah, just someone make out with me. <laughs> so, so what are you saying to your parents, Sadie? Immediately, I said to my mom, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, she doesn't seem any harm in it. She doesn't? No, she still loves him. Because it's your mom's relationship now. It's not your relationship. I think you got to give her the ultimatum. You or him. You're going to ultimatum? That's intense. Wait, but who who do you want to call today, Sadie? Do you want to call your mom or do you want to call him and tell him to, like, I mean, he's the Mm. one that accepted the invitation. Yeah, so my mom's making me do it. I have to make this dumb call now. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) So she said if you don't want him there, then you have to deal with it? He did. Dude, yeah. mom. Uh, it's like, bye, mom, dude. Okay, so we're going to be calling your ex-boyfriend to uh, tell him you're not allowed to hop on the Zoom call? Yeah, I mean, I have to do this. That's why I'm thinking of you guys. You guys do this this awkward Tuesday phone call mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Is this the first time you guys have talked since you broke up? Yeah, we, we've been texting maybe here and there, maybe in an email, but the first time on the phone will be today. So wait, oh. is he still in love with you? Because it sounds like he's not over it. No, I don't think he is. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure my mom's still in love with him, too. <laughs> okay, so maybe they have a better relationship. Are you maybe. sure you can't just send him a quick text like, BTW, you're uninvited, shruggy emoji? <laughs> <laughs> is that not okay? This isn't your textual healing. This is Awkward Tuesday. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. We just helped so many people in broken yeah. relationships. They all kind of run together. But okay, we'll play a song. We're going to come back. We'll give you a little bit of advice. And then you can call your ex boyfriend and let him know that he's not allowed to join your family oh, on Zoom yeah. this Christmas. How do we do this? Poor man? buddy. I don't know. We'll think on it. We'll play a song. We'll be right back, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, hold on. It's awkward. It's Tuesday.
Awkward Tuesday phone call. It's the holiday question that people have been asking since the beginning of time. When baby Jesus was in the manger and Virgin Mary turned to the three wise men and asked, how do I tell my ex-boyfriend that he's uninvited <laughs> from our family's Christmas Zoom call? <laughs> it's a tough one. Amen. Oh. Even the wise men were just like, uh, I don't know. I'm just here for the kid. We're not that wise. <laughs> yeah. but that's what one of our listeners wants to know today. Her name's Sadie, and she broke up with her boyfriend a few months back. After that, her mom, without asking, invited her ex to their Christmas Zoom party because he got along so well with the family while they were together. And when Sadie told her mom, I'm not okay with that, her mom turned around and was like, okay, well, if you don't want him there, you need to be the one that uninvites him. <laughs> that's such a, yeah, it's a savage mom move. It is. For and sure. That's how we ended up here with an awkward Tuesday phone call. She's going to do it over the radio, and she just needs our help. Wow. What advice do you guys have for Sadie? This is a tricky one, because if you go too far and you say, I don't want you there, I it'll ruin my entire time, it may work like he'll want to be there even more. You know, if, if his goal is, like, to make your life miserable because he's your ex. We don't know I his see. intention. So yeah. I'm wondering if you can, like, be nonchalant about it or, like, I don't know. No, you're saying do the reverse psychology. Yeah. Act like you want him there so bad <laughs> see, that it creeps him no. out. That's and then double- he'll uninvite himself. <laughs> but it it could not. work, but it's a double-edged sword mm. because it may not work. Like, that's where you're stuck in the middle. You, you got to go, like, kind of mm. ride the line. This is going to be a hard one for me, guys. Yeah. I think you keep it civil, but have, like, blackmail in the back of your head if you need mm. to, like, pull that out. <laughs> I like I love Alexis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Something holds against him. Remember those pictures I have of you? Oh, that That's <laughs> illegal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that's messed up. You can always make up a fake boyfriend and say, like... That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Mm. If, if you're, like, there's actually another oh, guy I'd like to invite, and it'd be awkward if you were on the call. And okay. you can get on Cameo so you, and pay a celebrity to be that okay. boyfriend. You guys, <laughs> Jose, are you volunteering? I'm he's, also on Cameo. The whole point is he's not going to be on Zoom with her. He'll never see him. Okay. God dang it. So that's all the advice we have. Do you feel prepared? Uh, Not really, yeah. but. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we left you with nothing other Sorry. than make up a fake boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> just like Virgin Mary that one fateful night. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know. I'm Jewish. I'm, I'm just assuming that's no, how no, I play. No, no, I'm Catholic. You got it right. Bro. I was right? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. All right, here we go. I'm going to dial the number, and you can make your awkward Tuesday phone call. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Logan? It's Sadie. Sadie! What is up? How are you? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you are doing good. I saw your Instagram post the other day. Looking good. Wow, you're on fire today. (laughs) Yeah. But seriously, I miss you. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I miss you too. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Uh, Okay, all right. Logan, listen, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, you do. Okay, I just feel like you're being the goofy you. Can you please, like, calm down? Oh, serious me. Got it. Breaking news from Logan's studio apartment. He's really serious right now. Now back to you, Sadie. (laughs) All right, um, I'm just going to say it, and I know this is not going to be a really easy thing to tell you right now, but um, I know my mom invited you to the Christmas family Zoom call. Oh, yeah. I am so flattered. Trudy's an all-star. You know, I miss your family so much. 
Hey, by the way, how's Emma doing? Emma, the dog? She's fine. Okay, well, just let her know. I got her a gift this year. A little squeaky, squeaky, squeaky cupcake. I'm going to show it to your mom on the Zoom, and then I'll send it. No, just seriously, chill the f*** out, Logan. All right, I need to tell you something. Okay. Are you trying to coordinate what we wear? Because if we both wear the Rudolph the Red Noses, your parents are going to lose it like we did before. No. Yes, that's a great idea. Oh, my God, Logan. Listen, I don't feel comfortable about having you on the call, okay? What? We're broken up, and I'm trying to move on. Well, I didn't come up with the idea. Your mom asked me to be on it, okay? I thought it'd be rude to say no to Trudy, considering I'm their only son. You're my ex-boyfriend, and you need to start acting like it, okay? Fine. Um, Logan will not be on the call, but, I mean, I can't promise that his alter ego, Bogan, won't show up. Bogan here, you know. <laughs> Buff Logan, right? Stop, Bogan's stop here. It, Hello. Stop it. Stop. Bob Logan's stop. got to go. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you ever turn it off? Dude. Hello? I love this guy. Hello? Hey. He's kind of your animal spirit. Hello, Logan. Sadie, hey. what's going on, Sadie? Logan, you're on the radio oh right now. God. This is Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's your time to shine, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. Are you pranking me, Sadie? No, it's not no, a prank. It's not a prank. Are you pranking us, dude? Yeah. yeah. We're doing a segment called the Awkward Tuesday Phone Call. <laughs> no, it's not like a jokey thing. It's, yeah. This is. It's, it's supposed to be a serious situation where your ex-girlfriend was having trouble because she found out her mom invited you to their Christmas Zoom party, but she didn't feel comfortable with that idea. And she wasn't yeah. sure how to tell you that she doesn't feel comfortable having you on that call. Yeah, and I can see why now. At first, I was like, Sadie, it should be a pretty simple conversation. You're making this a little hard, Logan. Okay, okay. you call it a radio station. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of want to go back to who's Bogan. <laughs> okay, well, that now, you know, this is embarrassing. I didn't know I was on the radio, obviously. Um, yeah. Bogan. My name's Logan. Buff Logan. Bogan. Oh, is this, is yeah, this a normal it. person that ah. comes up? I used to do a lot of voices when we were dating. It always made her and her family laugh, and I kind of miss that. So. Oh. Yeah. so are you still in love with Sadie, Logan? I uh, always care about Sadie. Oh, well, it's different right. though. Care Buddy. about? Uh, we were talking about love. How does Bogan feel about Sadie? <laughs> Bogan loves Sadie. No, I'm oh, sure. Now, is that Cookie Monster okay. now? <laughs> I mean, Sadie. I know this isn't going the way that you were hoping it would go. How are you feeling here? Yeah. It's definitely not going the way. I mean, I'm not surprised because you know now you understand what I was dealing with. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. All joking aside, did you get the message, Logan? She doesn't want you on the call. Nothing personal. It's just going to be awkward for everyone. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm on the radio. I get it. <laughs> I'm just really going to miss Dan, Trudy, and Ed. And, of course, Emma. The oh, dog. my God. The dog, Emma. Yeah. The dog. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think it would be a nice thing to do for Sadie Logan is if you could email her mom and tell her that you're not going to be able to make it. Even if you have to, like, make up an excuse or something, it would just... It would be your Christmas gift to Sadie well, to bow yes. out of this. You're really, Sadie, you're not going to let me say hi to your folks 
on Christmas. I mean, your mom invited me. I was really looking forward nope. to it. Nope, too weird. Sorry. What? Maybe you can have your own private call with them, and then oh. Sadie doesn't have to be on the call, too. Just you and Emma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the corner with the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a blast. So, what do you say? Come on, Logan. Whatever Sadie wants. I was just being polite to Trudy, and I miss the family. So whatever you want, Sadie, of course, I and Morgan will play along. Okay. okay. Well, maybe wacky, but he's there reasonable. There you go. Right. So he is. That's, it's a success, then. Yeah. I mean, Sadie, what, yeah. what, are you okay with him jumping on for just like a minute to say hi, and then he has to leave? That's it. Literally, he has to say hi. I'm great. See you next year, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Or not see you next yeah, year. Yeah, he mm-hmm. seems real capable of that quick yeah. hi vibe. <laughs> You're going to have to get out of the Zoom. Good luck with that, Sadie. <laughs> oh, that's great, Sadie. Whatever you want. And I'll make sure Bogan says hi, too. Okay. okay. Oh, great. Great. Bogan's on the call for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You might be surprised to find this out, but most of what I know about life comes from watching reruns of the TV show Barney the Big Purple Dinosaur. Um, wow. Okay, so I... So you're not surprised to find that out. I mean, that you have the mentality of a six-year-old? Not really, I guess? Well, that reptile just taught me a lot of stuff. Okay. Important lessons, like always have good manners. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Never lose your imagination. Okay, that's nice. And if the cops are raiding your house, always hide in an old refrigerator that doesn't have a handle on it. What the? I don't think that I missed that episode. I must have. See, Barney tells you it doesn't matter that you can't get out as long as they can't get in. Uh... Now let's have a big hug. Oh, okay. You kids, let's spell the word Warren. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> maybe we need to look into why oxygen is important too, yeah. Barney. I don't know. I mean, Barney also mentioned something about caring, but I was busy letting the fire department free me from that backyard refrigerator. So. Oh, okay. I'm just going to practice what Barney taught me and attempt to care in a brand new edition Aww. of Care or Don't Care. Yay. Okay. Let's make Barney proud coming up at 810. It's the radio segment that thinks it should totally start its own podcast. Uh, I bet yeah. it does. Oh, my God. I think it has its own podcast. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's time for another edition of Care or Don't Care. And if you don't know how it works... I read a headline, then go around the room and ask my co-host if they care to hear about it. If they do, you're going to learn something amazing that's happening in the world right now. And if they don't, that story gets lost. Like that old TV show, Lost. Lost. Oh, Oh, okay. That was clever almost. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. It works. Let's just get Uh to it. With your first headline, a Gen Z miracle that will restore your hope in humanity. Care or don't care? Dude, I care. Gen Z, baby. I, I care. <laughs> I need I need all the restoration I can get exactly, right now. Exactly. A guy named Jimmy McDonald was kayaking last month in Lake George, New York, when his kayak tipped over. Okay. He says he was clinging to the boat with one hand, Oof. and his oh. other hand was, quote, holding on to his new $1,400 cell phone. Ah, uh, yes, priorities. Oh. Mm-hmm. Priorities in life. So... He's just trying to stay afloat while saving his phone at the same time, and he was afraid he was about to drown. No. So, <laughs> so what did he do? Make a TikTok video? Yep. Is that what he did next? He's not going to let go of that phone. <laughs> what he did is he prayed to God for help, and then a miracle happened. Out in the distance, he saw a barge-like floating device filled with lights coming near him. It turns out it was a floating tiki bar filled with Catholic priests. <gasps> 
What? You're saying he prayed to God and a bar with priests in it came yeah. floating by. I love that. Is this a joke? No. I literally imagine there's a church locally and there's like a light that went off and the priests were like, you guys, God's calling. Let's yeah. go. Tiki bar. Yeah, according, to the tiki bar. <laughs> according to the police report, a group of local priests had booked the tiki tour, not for boozing, obviously, oh, yeah. just for sightseeing. Uh, sure they did. Uh, we know wine. how those Catholics are. And they were floating down the lake when they saw Jimmy and the sun reflecting off of his cell phone. Oh. So his cell phone also saved his life. It did. Dude, $1,400. It better be shiny. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> so it took a while for them to get to him, and Jimmy was so exhausted he couldn't even swim to the boat. But they pulled him in and even kept his cell phone from getting wet. But did wow. they give him a daiquiri or what? He definitely needed one. No word on if Jimmy's going to start attending church more, but I would think... He kind of owes the big guy upstairs yeah, one. one session. And he was like, did I really promise all of that to him when yeah. he's begging? <laughs> Let's see if you guys care about this headline. Maybe the best news of 2020 is this unreal collab food news. Care oh, or don't I care? Do. I care. Collab, and positive? Yes. All Give me positive words. news. All right. Well, 7-Eleven is one of those chains with a massive cult following. Yeah. People look forward to the free Slurpee Day every single year, uh-huh. and they jump online by the thousands whenever some special 7-Eleven merch is unveiled. Okay. And now, they're about to scour the shelves for an exclusive snack that's rumored to be released soon. Okay. okay. It's an Oreo with a taquito, and they call it Oreo taquito cannoli. That sounds really good. It's up on our social media right now, at Brooke and Jeffrey, if you want to go take a look. But we're looking at the photo right now. So, like, the outside of it, instead of it being, like, tortilla, it's the Oreo. Oreo, And the inside's the cream. Yeah. So much cream. Basically, it's like a long, twisted Oreo cookie, twisted into the shape of a log, and it's all filled with cream on the inside. Why are they not naming it Taquitorio? It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. No. Canorio. There we go. Canorio, we did it. <laughs> so we can move on now. How did the internet respond? <laughs> Tens of thousands of people went crazy for it. One yeah. person said in all caps, what do we need to do to make this happen? You have my sword. Yo, yes. let's, let's invest it. <laughs> you are so weird. I, <laughs> I actually hey. believe this person has a sword. I think so too. <laughs> the 7-Eleven shared the photo saying it's not real, but it'd be totally cool if it was. Okay. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, twist. Twist, twist, oh. dunk, dunk, and they tagged Oreo at it. Oh, they called him game out. on. This is dope. So how did Oreo respond? Yeah. Oreo commented saying, 711 billion likes and it's a deal. Oh, oh come, come on. That's Oreo. unrealistic. Well, get it for 711, yeah. 711. Oh. They're like, sorry, we're Oreo. We're busy making like a fried chicken flavored Oreo right now. Yeah. We have other things <laughs> on our plate. Let's go to your next headline. Science finally found an explanation for why Brooke does what she does. Care or don't care? Ooh, I don't know what I do, so I, I care. You gotta have to care. Right? Yeah, why do I, do I don't what like I do? science, but Brooke's weird, so I do care okay. why she does those things. <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. <laughs> Peaked Alexis's interest. Well, we like to think that we have full control over our own bodies, but turns out we don't. Researchers at the University of Oslo in Norway found that our bodies start instinctively moving whenever we hear music. Oh, yeah, for sure. I always dance. It's almost impossible not to dance (laughs) when you hear it and just stand still. Really? Even if you think that you're not dancing, our brains are actually so deeply programmed to like music that your body is going to make tiny movements to the beat. 
I just Dude, thought of this. Oh, I, wow. I dance when I think of a song. Yeah. Not even when I actually hear it. When I just hear it in my own head. So if wow. a tune comes on, you're going to instantly start tapping your foot or nodding your head. Nodding or my doing, head is what You'll I do, do something. Yeah. Tapping your pin. Because dancing That's is so, so ingrained into our bodies. Grinding on your office chair. Yeah. Can you turn the background music down? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Freak out. Oh, my gosh. She's pulling out the Get lawnmower. It Here it comes. Oh, yeah. I got the sprinkler. No. It's not a landscaping dance routine, okay? Get out of here with your lawnmower yeah. Finally, Jeff's joke of the day. Care or don't care? Care. Why do ducks have tail feathers? Why? To cover their butt quacks. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke liked that one. Uh, Brooke loved that one. I think I really... Oh, butt quack. Butt quack. Okay, Brooke, I get like it. A, like oh. a crack. Yeah. I took me a second. You, you just go back to your 80s dance I moves, forgot. Brooke. I forgot. <laughs> Text into 78592. Tell us if you know a story out there that we should care about. <laughs> Quack. <Yeah. laughs> now Brooke's still getting it. It just kicked in. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Win Brooke's Box! Brooke's going for one win today because came up with the L last time. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy because you're playing Sean from Des Moines. Ah. And apparently Sean beat you two years ago. Oh, man. And two years ago, I was doing a lot better than I am this year. Yeah. Sean, what do you think your secret was? Uh, I think you were uh, highly intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. It's hard to pinpoint a day for that, though. So... <laughs> Sean. Very true. Very true. Yeah. You know me so well. I know. And I think you look beautiful today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I think the alcohol's talking again. There it is. <laughs> All right. Brooke's going to stumble out of the room. And while she does that, Sean, you know how the game's played. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass. You have to beat her outright to win. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Your time starts now. Today is International Monkey Day. What's the name of the cartoon monkey in the movie Aladdin? Abu. How many inches are in one yard? Uh, Twelve. Which president said, ask not what you can do for you. Sorry. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Uh, Roosevelt. What is the official currency of Japan? Yen. After a physician's name, what does the MD stand for? Medical doctor. What colorful spice in yellow curry is also used as a fabric dye? Uh, 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 indigo. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guess. Let's bring Brooke back into the studio. And, Sean, it says here that you work in shipping and receiving for the military. Yes, I do. What do you ship and receive? We do a military blades contract for, uh, like, the C-130s and Hercs. Totally understood that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, me too. I'm more of a fan of the C-131. I, uh, I like <laughs> I like a good palette of Hercs over, you know. I was going to go through Amazon, but I guess I'll talk to you next yeah, time, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I got the hookup. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, give us a discount. All right, Brooke, you ready? God, we're idiots. Uh, yes, I'm ready. Your time starts now. Today is International Monkey Day. What's the name of the cartoon monkey in the movie Aladdin? Uh, Abu. How many inches are in one yard? Uh, 12. Which president said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country? Roosevelt. What's the official currency of Japan? Uh, yen. After a physician's name, what does the MD stand for? Medical doctor. 
What colorful spice found in yellow curry is also used as a fabric dye? Uh, turmeric. All right, we got our answers in. Let's go to the scoreboard and see how you both did with Jose. Are you not aware that I get farty and bloated with a foamy latte? <laughs> Bolaños. Sean, you did great. You got oh. three correct today. Oh, I was nervous that, on that uh, one, She Sean. got me by one. She got me by one. You think so? You literally the so. same questions. Okay. And she did get you by one for correct. Oh, oh, yep. oh man. Jeez. It's like I'm not going to get that supply of Herks now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Let's go over the answers for everybody here. Today's International Monkey Day. The cartoon monkey from Aladdin was Abu. Oh. There are 36 inches oh, in God, one yard. Feet. Yeah, okay. inches in one foot, yeah. three feet in the yard. The president yep. that said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country, is John F. Kennedy. Ah, sorry, JFK. <laughs> the official <laughs> currency of Japan is yen. After a physician's name, MD stands for medical doctor or doctor of medicine. The colorful spice in yellow curry that's also used as a fabric dye is turmeric. Mm. You yeah. love curry. I'm, I'm proud of you. On I love turmeric. <laughs> I do. I think it's a great spice. Thank you so much for playing with us, Sean, and happy holidays. We'll be back to play Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow.